On today's episode, Turkish Aerospace, High Tech and Growing. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. In military aviation, the 21st century has shown that there are two critical technologies, drones and stealth. While simple drones are produced in many nations, large missile-carrying drones and military aircraft with very low radar signatures have traditionally been technologies exclusive to large powers like the United States, China, and Russia. Now this may be changing. The surprising performance of Turkish Bayraktar drones used by Ukrainian forces in the current European conflict has caused many Western defense analysts to reconsider Turkish aerospace capabilities. The Bayraktar TB2 has been used extensively by Ukraine and is a piston-engine pusher design using an inverted V-tail in a largely carbon-composite blended wing-body structure. It's operated by a crew of three, a pilot, a payload operator, and a mission commander, and the TB2 uses a triple-redundant computerized flight control system, including an autonomous emergency autoland system and an inertial navigation system capable of navigation and autolanding even if GPS signals are lost. The drone has been used in the Ukrainian conflict for reconnaissance, strike missions, and as a decoy as part of a larger strike package. Small and slow by military aircraft standards, TB2s are vulnerable to modern guided missile air defense systems. Faster and higher are obvious paths to survivability, and the company's larger Akinchi twin-engine turboprop drone is capable of 40,000-foot altitudes with a 24-hour loiter time. Eight weapons hardpoints can carry a total of 1,300 kilograms of ordnance. Now, it's a large drone, over five tons at takeoff weight, and the unit is in service with the Turkish Armed Forces, carrying a variety of indigenously made munitions. The Akinci can operate in both visual and beyond visual range and features both auto land and auto takeoff capability. This larger, heavier, more capable drone has not been sold to Ukraine, although the company notes that Pakistan, Azerbaijan, and Kyrgyzstan are customers. Why Turkish drones? Well, for many nations, these UAVs have multiple advantages. Performance is comparable to products made by major Western aerospace companies, and the price is relatively low, approximately $5 million each for a TB2. Turkey itself, although a NATO member, enjoys good relations with Russia and is considered by many potential customers as a non-aligned state, making weapons purchases from Turkey palatable for nations wishing to avoid dependence on a major power. But perhaps most importantly, the Turkish aerospace industry is capable of sensor integration, airframe development, and critically, can deliver packages that include a wide array of munitions, from gravity bombs to guided missiles. The Turkish government has made defense technology a national priority, and the ability to deliver state-of-the-art platforms with integrated weapon systems is a time and cost saver compared to bespoke integration of weapons from one manufacturer with delivery systems from another. Of course, in military aviation, the highest profile measure of advanced technology is stealth. Turkish Aerospace Industries has begun ground tests of a stealthy fifth-generation air superiority fighter called the TFX. The capability for fabrication of radar-absorbing fuselage structures at TAI was developed for Turkey's participation in the F-35 program, and the indigenous fighter will fly with General Electric F-110 engines initially, with development of a dedicated engine by a combined Turkish Rolls-Royce team to follow. It's believed that a third engine choice for an undisclosed nation will be available, with some observers noting that both Europe and Russia have engine designs usable for fifth-generation air superiority fighters. Digital twins have been used extensively in the development program, and the aircraft is expected to supercruise, meaning it will be capable of sustained supersonic flight without use of the afterburner. An indigenous, active electronically scanned array radar is in development using gallium nitride technology. 
A full fit of electronic countermeasures, flare, and chaff dispensers will be fitted, and the aircraft uses an indigenously produced data link to allow the aircraft to control accompanying drones, with a system that looks similar to the Boeing MQ-28 Loyal Wingman program. The TFX is designed for Turkish domestic use, and it will likely be the first fifth-generation stealthy air superiority fighter to be available to international arms markets from a non-superpower. While no cost estimates are available at this time, a decade ago, the estimated cost of restarting production of the similar Lockheed Martin F-22 resulted in projected flyaway costs of over $200 million per aircraft, resulting in that program's termination. Stealth fighters are very expensive for smaller nations, but if the Turkish program can deliver fifth-generation fighters at something approximating fourth-generation prices, the global market will be enormous. The Turkish aerospace industry is on a roll. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Week in Engineering. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow the topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.